You're a student at a university with a $62.5 million deficit, but you're also right now covering a city with a $7.4 million deficit. So throughout that experience, what have your main takeaways been? It's so interesting to see that um, two very different numbers can have like kind of similar, but also slightly different effects for two different places, let's say. Like you'd think that the city would have a bigger deficit and like a bigger budget than the university, but it's the opposite. This is Christina Karish, the city editor at the Daily Northwestern. She's recently been covering a budget deficit and not the one you're probably thinking of. And it's really interesting to see how something that would kind of be a blip for Northwestern in terms of a deficit, because ours is currently 62.5 million, is such a big thing that the city is dealing with at 7.4 million um, that has so many heated discussions surrounding it and so many people who are trying to kind of make the best thing happen for residents and trying to make the best thing happen for the budget. That's really interesting to see. You've probably heard about the budget deficit facing Northwestern, but what about this one Christina is talking about? a $7.4 million deficit that Evanston is currently bracing for. They're two different budgets, two vastly different numbers, and they're being dealt with in different ways. But they both came about around similar times and are affecting students and residents in some similar ways. On today's show, we unpack what happened, why it happened, and what may be coming next, both on campus and in Evanston. For The Daily Northwestern, I'm Christopher Vasquez. Welcome to The Weekly. We'll get back to Christina and to Evanston's deficit soon. But first, we want to take you back to last fall. Around this time last year, that's when Northwestern started to learn about the budget deficit. That's when administrators were closing out the books for um, the last fiscal year, and they started looking forward to the next fiscal year. And that's when they started to know about it. This is Alan Perez, the Daily's campus editor. He's been covering Northwestern's budget deficit. We didn't know about it publicly until Provost Jonathan Holloway spoke to Faculty Senate and alerted them to the budget deficit. That's when we picked it up. But it wasn't until July when it seemed like everybody in, our, in the Northwestern community knew about it. Uh, and that's because of the 80 layoffs. And people were alarmed. People really didn't expect it. Um, but that's when you know everyone knew. The university is in a $62.5 million deficit, and the city of Evanston's deficit is over $50 million less. I think one big question on students' minds is just how did this happen? <laughs> well, I think even the administrators are trying to figure out how it happened. Well, so first, it was 62.5 when it first started. That was the projected budget deficit for the fiscal year when Jonathan Holloway spoke to Faculty Senate. But from what they've told us, from what administrators have told us, it got worse um, since then, and their projections were off. Um, when we spoke with Holloway, he gave us an explanation of how this happened. Um, the way he put it was that the university got a little bit too far over their skis. In the past five years, the university's operating budget grew to over $2 billion, and it poured money into large construction projects, affordability initiatives, and academic resources. Now, the university is scaling back and trying to find solutions to the deficit. Those solutions include individual departments and schools notifying central administrators of big expenses, a 5% cut from the university's academic unit, and a 10% cut from its administrative unit. 
And as for those big construction projects that helped land the university and its deficit in the first place, those are now on hold. Um, don't expect new Norris or new Bob anytime soon. So the way Craig Johnson, he's the new vice president for business and finance, I believe is his title. The way he put it is that all new construction projects, any renovations or new buildings are on hold. So they're just focusing on putting the ones you know they've already started on or they're near to being complete. They're just focusing on putting those back online and getting those in a condition so that the university could use it. But yeah, don't don't expect any new construction projects soon. There was one other way the university tried to respond to its deficit. It came in July, in the form of 80 layoffs and 80 additional position eliminations. We also had an interview with uh, President Shapiro about this. So because the construction projects were on hold and they're not planning to start any new, new ones soon, they eliminated the positions and made layoffs um, for people who were, were in charge of those projects. Um, so a lot of people in facilities were laid off. There was also some cuts in tech. I think at least 10 people in IT were cut. Um, the way President Shapiro described it to us was they made those decisions carefully. Well, what does that really mean? Um, the way he described it was that they eliminated positions that they thought were no longer necessary because their, oper their operations um, were different, such as the, the construction. They made eliminations for, or they laid off people who they thought would be less impacted by those layoffs. So um, people in the senior administration too, in the provost office, were laid off as well. Um, so we don't know where that decision came from. Um, we've tried to ask and the administration has um, declined uh, to answer that question, but we know that it was made in a timeline of about two weeks. And what response did those layoffs prompt? So there was some alarm, some confusion, especially from Northwestern staff after Provost Holloway, President Shapiro, and administrators were telling them that layoffs weren't planned, that they weren't going to happen, only to be surprised one day and told that they were laid off or that their colleagues were laid off. Um, among students, um, there wasn't much of, re much of a reaction. It was in July, it was when a lot of students were in, on summer vacation. I think now, it's only now that students are, you know, beginning to really grapple with the, with the budget deficit. Um, but I think it was, it was really, it was hard for, for a lot of staff, um, at least from, from my conversations with them, especially because, you know, this budget deficit was surprising for them. Provost Holloway told us that the, that the university had been in, budget, in a budget surplus for, for about 30 years and that, so this was really surprising for a lot of staff. So where does the story of the Evanston budget deficit begin? So Evanston has a fiscal year that lines up with the calendar year, so January 1 through December 31, which is really easy to remember. This is Christina again, the city editor you heard from earlier. 
So essentially, like once one budget is passed, you kind of go into talks for the next one. What was interesting this year, um, which the city hasn't done in a while, was that they did priority-based budgeting, which meant that they sent out this giant list of programs and services that the city offers um, in a survey to residents and um, asked them to rank them because they knew that the new budget would come with a deficit um, and they wanted to figure out what residents thought was important so that they could kind of take that into consideration when they put together the new budget. Um, so that survey was sent out like beginning, middle of the year, um, and about over 3,000 people actually answered it. What kind of came out of those survey results for like the 10 most important things is that people really cared about like mental health funding and health services and youth and young, adu young adult programs and things like that. For like the lower end of the 10 things that they like would want to cut, it was kind of a mixed bag. Um, so there were a lot of things that people were feeling very passionate about. Um, but the whole process kind of went on all year. Um, the survey results aren't binding to the budget, so like they're not, you can't see them exactly, but it was a lot of data that the city was able to use to kind of gauge what residents really care about. In the piece that you wrote about the budget deficit, a few different reasons were listed for it, um, two of which were a $4.9 million general fund shortfall and a $1.5 million replenishment of recently depleted reserve funds. Can you kind of clarify what those two things are, what they mean? The general deficit is kind of your, your general deficit that happens every time there's a budget. Um, so that means that it's expenses and adjustments to, th to programs and just general things that fall on that you have to fit like fill again um, when you are in a deficit. The 1.5 million replenishment of uh, reserve funds is a one-time spending, um, like a one-time expenditure that's happening in this budget. It's just 1.5 million to fill that. Um, there's actually a third part to the deficit, which is a million dollars um, for the new Robert Crown Center, which are bonds that the city has bought to facilitate the building. Um, Robert Crown is a building in Evanston. It's a community center, and they're planning on tearing it down and rebuilding it, so they need money to, to do so. Um, Friends of Robert Crown, which is a donor group um, who are helping with that process and actively supporting it, um, recently said at a city council meeting that they now have the money that could technically fill that $1 million um, hole, but it's currently an issue of like how do you legally do that, so um, that formal proposal has been sent to the city manager, and um, we'll see what happens once they've reviewed it and seen how to legally go about doing that if it's possible. So that might be a thing that you could cut out of the budget deficit, but again, pending approval. Mr. Mayor, members of the council, uh, it's my pleasure this evening uh, to present to you the proposed fiscal year 2019 uh, budget for the city of Evanston, Illinois. Uh, I'll be joined this evening by... On Monday, October 22nd, City Manager Wally Bobkowicz presented a proposed budget to City Council with a few suggested ways to respond to the deficit. So there is a proposed $4.3 million um, expenditure decrease, um, which is a reduction of funding to certain departments, restructuring of certain things, um, and there's also staff reductions. Um, a lot of the staff reductions are currently vacant positions. The city then just like doesn't have to budget money for for the next year. There are three part-time and 16 full-time filled staff positions that the city is proposing to eliminate or the budget proposal. Um, 
There's also a $250,000 proposed reduction in funding to the city's um, mental health board and restructuring throughout the Department of Health and Human Services. Um, so there's like elimination of certain positions in that department that will um, possibly be replaced with services from other organizations and like contracted out. Um, there's also a proposed closure of the Evanston Fire Department Station 4 in the second ward. Um, and a few other items that would um, reduce expenditure. I really uh, want to start this proposal, proposed budget description tonight with one word, and that's balance. Uh, it's not only balancing our accounts, but it's balancing the service that the residents of Evanston expect. As you've heard tonight very eloquently from many members of the public, uh, people really appreciate the special place that Evanston is. They really appreciate all of the services that we provide. But there has to be a balance. There has to be a balance between the services that we provide and the resources necessary uh, to provide those services. We've covered how city officials are responding to all this. How have Evanston residents been reacting? Well, Evanston residents um, historically are very involved in their local government. Um, they care about a lot of things and they care about them deeply. Um, so I haven't spoken to any yet, um, any residents, but I'm imagining that as every next like city meeting rolls around, there will be people there speaking about the budget. There's going to be people at the budgeting workshops. Um, there's a really interesting thing that the city has released. It's an online tool on the website where you can actually like balance your own version of the budget. And what do Evanston residents seem to be most concerned about right now, if there is any indication of that right now? Um, health and Human Services funding, because from the priority-based budgeting, it was kind of clear that funding for departments like that are is very important. Um, I know that the fire station closing is something that the residents around the fire station are quite concerned about. But again, it's Evanston. People care about pretty much everything. So um, if you pick a line item, I could probably find you someone who cares about it. So I think those are like main things that you can see right now. But as discussions increase, I'm sure there will be other things that people will um, start talking about. At the October 22nd City Council meeting, discussions centered around possible cuts to and restructuring of the Health and Human Services Department, and a possible $250,000 cut to the City's Mental Health Board. There will be a public hearing to discuss Evanston's proposed budget at next week's City Council meeting, on October 27th. On campus, Northwestern administrators have said that funding for counseling and psychological services is safe, and that the department has even seen an increase in funding. Members of Associated Student Government and University Administrators also met last Friday to discuss support for student groups in the wake of Northwestern's deficit. The Weekly is produced and edited by myself and Alexis White. Special thanks to Christina Karish and Alan Perez for coming on today's show. I'm Christopher Vasquez. See you next week.